Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet of Odezara, Perak Dalad Mishnah Zion, dedicated towards the Yishud of a complete recovery for Tova Miriam Bat Devorah Mendel. I would count this very interesting Mishnah among a series of Gemara's Mishnayot Midrashim statements of Chazal that record conversations held between Gentiles and Jews. Now, it's not clear that these are exact recountings of the conversations. Um, that's really not particularly important. It's more the philosophical content. I note that there are quite a number of these sources in which, let's say, a Gentile will ask a Jew or challenge us about a certain mitzvah, and then how we responded, or how the rabbis responded. So they may challenge a philosophical point. They may challenge a mitzvah. They may challenge a Jewish practice or something about the Jewish people. And then this is what Rabbi so-and-so or the rabbis as a collective responded. Now, whenever you have that kind of situation, it's important to realize that 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 setup is not necessarily the ultimate philosophical truth as much as what the questioner could really handle. So there's going to be a question here. It's going to be a question about why doesn't God just get rid of Avodah Zarah? And the ultimate answer probably has more to do with, well, why did God allow there to be Avodah Zarah in the world in the first place? Why do people have free choice? Why are we allowed to make mistakes? Why are we allowed to worship the uh, that which is existent in the world instead of that which is you know which is the creator? Uh, why do we why do we have the ability to do things that are wrong, and what is the purpose of humanity, free choice, evolution, our own development, and why are we doing what we're doing, why are we here, and why are we allowed to be tempted? God could take away everything that is tempting, but then would that not perhaps take away part of the point of why humanity is here? We are here to grow and evolve and develop. So with that having been said, this particular Mishnah deals with this conversation, but I think the conversation is being had on a very limited level. Shalut has a king in Baromi. So the Romans asked in Rome uh, a bunch of rabbis, the Jewish elders, Im If your God, the Jewish God, doesn't want to have idolatry in the world, why doesn't he just get rid of it? He's the all-powerful God. Let him get rid of it. So the rabbi said back to them again on the level that they could work with, They said, listen, if people worship things that weren't necessary in the world, sure, God could get rid of it. But the truth is that what do they end up worshiping? They worship the sun and the moon and the stars, and the universe needs those. Should God destroy his universe because of a bunch of fools? Now, the truth be told, God could do that. God could take those things out and you could still make the universe exist. God could start the universe over again. All those are possible. But their point is that Hashem has a larger picture of creation and a larger plan at work here. And so just because some people are foolish doesn't mean that the entire plan should go out the window. If that's the case, they said, okay, well then, why doesn't your God get rid of the idols that are really foolish or things that the world doesn't really need, uh, whether it's the idol itself? In other words, rather than get rid of the sun, which would require some significant changes to the world, although Hashem's totally capable, uh, why not get rid of the individual idols or if they worship something that doesn't seem to have a particular purpose? I'm not sure exactly what that would be. I've been wondering for a while what the purpose of mosquitoes is. Exactly. Like if we didn't have any more mosquitoes on the planet, would that really throw things off? Um, I don't know that anybody worships the appendix. If we didn't have an appendix, who knows? But something like that, or simply the idols themselves, why doesn't God do that?
So the rabbis answered back, Rabbi said, no, 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 no. If God just got rid of some idols, but not others, because others would really mean restarting the universe. If God got rid of some of them, people would say, oh, this is proof. It's proof that the other ones are real gods, because God didn't get rid of the sun and the moon, only got rid of the statue of the frog. Aha. So isn't that a proof that these are real idols up there with your God, Jews? And the answer is no. But uh, but that that would be impossible, and so it's left to people's free choice to be foolish or not foolish, and to think about what they're doing and what it really means, and so on and so forth. But God's not going to take it all away just to keep people from doing it. They have to think, as opposed to removing it from them, and then that throws off everything else, and you have to start over again because not everyone did everything the way they were supposed to.